When I left school with zero qualifications at 16 and I went to work on the site as a laborer, I could never have imagined that years later I'd be asked by global multi-billion and multi-million pound companies to come in and speak to their directors and their employees. It would have been hard for me to imagine that when I was getting arrested selling counterfeit goods or bunged in the sales drunk and disorderly or add to the list of the many different things that I've done over the years to try and find my way. It would have been hard to imagine that I would be asked to come in and give talks on all things human behaviour, mindset and personal performance during those times. But here we are. This year has been a year that I've reflected back on with a lot of gratitude for the leaps that's been made. But not just for this year, but the previous 20 years that it's taken to even get to this point. In those 20 years there's been plenty of mistakes, business failures, ups and downs, and the thousands and the thousands of hours studying and the thousands of clients and hours spent coaching over the last 20 years that I've learned so much from. Add to that the tens and the tens of thousands of pounds invested in uh, coaches and courses and mentors and more to try and fill the voids that have ultimately driven me to be who I am right now and who I want to become even more of in the future. You see, leaving school with nothing when I look back became a major chip in my shoulder among a right few other chips that I had growing up. But if I look back, school was the one that made me kind of more determined to self-educate. It made me even more determined to learn and to prove to myself that I wasn't stupid. And remember a guy, I'll tell you a quick story, I remember a guy in school saying to me that you've got the IQ of a glass of water. Now, that didn't really make matters worse or make them better by asking what was an IQ. (laughs) Now, I can look back on those times and laugh because... I realise that none of those things have any bearing on who you're going to become. None of those things have any bearing on who you decide and dedicate yourself to be. And if you decide and dedicate yourself to something that you love, then you can become exactly who it is that you want to become. And over the past 20 years, I've made a great career and a living through following what I actually really, really love and what I've actually really wanted to learn. And if you follow that What's most inspiring to you, if even you listen to that intuition and your inner voice and you dedicate yourself to that, then a lot of change can be made because every single event in our life shapes us. Who we are and who we decide to become is how we actually view that event. So there's always going to be both sides to every single event, but if we view every single event in a negative way, then we're going to get a negative outcome. So... Every single event in our life shapes us, but it's who we decide to become out of those events is what ultimately is going to give us the results in our life. Because if we look at every single event from a bad perspective and we look at it as a negative event, then what happens? Then we become a victim to that event and that event runs us and we don't run it. To quote my mentor, Dr. John Martini, says, you can become a victim of your history or a master of your destiny. And that's a choice. That's a choice that we get to decide every single day. That's a choice that we get to decide um, minute by minute, every single day. We get to decide how we look and perceive certain events in our life. And we get to decide what we're going to do from those events and how we're going to use those things and shape them and mold them. And we can use them in a positive way to become who we want to become. Or again, alternatively, you can use it in a negative way to stop you from becoming who you want to become. So when we begin to decide we can begin to choose and we can begin to choose a different outcome. So if I look back at 
all of the events over the last 20 years, if I look back at all of the things that I've kind of went through, the business failures, the ups and the downs, uh, um, moving country to Australia, coming back and starting all over again and having to have my tail between my legs and all of those different things, all of those events have been on the way, not on the way. Now imagine that you were beginning to, or you were able to look at all of these different events in your life and you were beginning to find the order in them. Maybe you can go look back and find the blessing in them. Ask how they served. How did that help me? What if that didn't happen? What would have been the drawbacks to my life if that event didn't happen? Because if we look at things from that perspective, then we can see things as on the way instead of in the way. And when we start to see things as on the way, we learn the lessons and we can use those lessons in order to move forward. We can use those lessons to catapult ourselves into even more growth. And we can have gratitude and love for those lessons instead of resentment, um, envy or hate or whatever it might be. Because that type of energy isn't serving anybody, especially yourself. So when we look back at our life, when I've reflected back this year and I've looked back at all the things that I've got to do this year, all the things that I've been asked to come and do this year, and I've been really, really grateful for every single one of them. Like if I was to take myself back, as I said at the start, to 15, 20 years ago and not even that far, like I just couldn't have imagined those things happening. But over the last 20 years, I've dedicated myself to understanding myself more. I've dedicated myself to business. I've dedicated myself to understanding human behavior. I've invested a lot of time in coaches and mentors and courses. I've invested a lot of time in myself. I've done a lot of self-discovery um, over those 20 years also. And the most important thing there in, in understanding that is when you're going after something that you actually really value, when you're going after something that you actually really want, and it's linked to your hierarchy of values, then you will be willing to pursue both pain and pleasure in its pursuit. Now, maybe you started out this year and you had certain goals that were mapped out and you had certain things that you wanted to do and you wanted to achieve. And maybe now as you reflect back this year, look back and see, right, well, maybe I didn't do this or I didn't do that and I didn't achieve this. Instead of maybe giving yourself a hard time, ask yourself the question, was that actually something that I was really inspired by? Was that actually something that I really wanted to achieve? Was that something that I really did find meaningful? Because in the vast majority of cases, it won't be. It won't be that meaningful. Because if it's meaningful, you will be willing to pursue both sides. And that is the pain and the pleasure. Because when you're set out to go after something that you truly want, you're going to get both sides. You're going to get the support and the challenge. You're going to get the positive and the negative. You're going to get the pains and the pleasure. And how you know what you're going after is important. You're willing to put up with that. You're willing to pursue both sides of it. And if it's not that important, what will happen is you'll back off faster. You'll second guess yourself. You'll call it so-called self-sabotage or procrastination. And you'll ease your way back and you'll say, you know what, I'm not really interested. Or um, it's too hard or I knew I couldn't do it. And you'll come up with a lot of the different labels that we give ourselves in order for us to kind of validate why we haven't done a certain thing. But in reality, those things a lot of times are actually nudging you back to become who you're supposed to be. They're actually nudging you back into authenticity to start setting goals that are actually really aligned with what's most important. To actually set goals that are really, uh, really aligned with your intuition, your um, inner drivers, your highest values. So your highest values are the things that shape your destiny because 
your hierarchy of values is what you do every single day. It's what's most important to you. And no matter what else is going on, the hierarchy of your values is going to dictate the actions that you take, what you listen to, what you learn, and the things that you go after. So when we are living in accordance with those, we find that we get more momentum, we find that we take more action, that we feel more confident, that our self-image improves, we find ourselves more in balance, and we're again willing to pursue both pain and pleasure in the pursuit of what it is that we want. When it's not like their hierarchy of values, we'll give up faster, as I was saying. So when you're moving into 2024 and when you're looking to grow into 2024 and when you're looking to change maybe next year, if you reflect back on this year, it's important that you set goals and you set aspirations and the things that you want to do and achieve next year in accordance with what's actually really, really important for you. It might be in your family. It could be in your health and your fitness. It could be in your business, your finances. It could be in travel. We all have a unique perspective and we all have a unique set of values. And it's really, really important for us to understand those. Um, when I look back at what I've done over the last year and over the last few years, uh, they're always linked to what's most important to me. Has it always worked out? No. Have things worked out in a certain way that I wasn't expecting? Of course. Because certain things happen. Certain situations happen. Certain events happen. But again, it's how we look at those events and it's how we find what it is that we need to find in order for us to grow and move past those obstacles and learn from those obstacles and keep moving forward. So what I want to leave with you as you move into 2024 is what needs to have changed. If you ask yourself this question, let's say you're sitting down at this time next year and you're reflecting back on the year that you just had in 2024 and it's been like one of the most successful years that you've had. I want you to ask yourself this question. What needs to have changed in order for you to have had the most successful year in your life? Either in your business, your health, your relationships, your family, whatever it might be. What needs to have changed in order for the end of 2024 to be the most successful year that you've had? And if you ask yourself that question, now you start to look at your life right now, you start to look at the things around you right now, the people around you right now, you can get a better perspective on what needs to change. Your environment is a really, really crucial one. If you're around, around the wrong type of people, then you can guarantee that those types of people will influence your thoughts, they'll influence your feelings, your emotions, your actions, your behaviours, they'll influence what you think you're capable of. And it's crucial to get around the right type of people. It's crucial to be around the people that are able to call you out in your bullshit, they move you forward, they help you see things from a different perspective, they actually get you to understand what you could really, really do, your true worth and your true value, and to get around those types of people because not everybody wants to see you one. Not everybody will want to see you one. For every person that supports you, there'll be another one that challenges you. That's just universal, you can't escape that. But what you can do is you can surround yourself internally, externally, with the right type of information. Control your input is another one. What are you allowing under your eyes? What are you allowing under your ears? What information are you taking on board and from who? And do they have your best interests at heart? And if not, then it's time to distance yourself from those people, to get yourself around the right type of people that can help you become that better version of yourself in 2024. So I'm going to leave, your, leave you with this question again, and that is, if you're sitting at this time next year and you're reflecting back on the year that you just had, and it's been the most successful year that you've had. What had they have changed in order for that to happen? 
what has to change as you move in the next year in order for that to happen. Okay, guys, I hope you have a fantastic Christmas. And what I would also ask of you is if you like the podcast, please leave me a review on it. That really, really helps the podcast. It helps myself. It helps me know that I am sharing good information with you guys that is having an impact. If you really like it, um, leave a review, share it on your social media, etc. I would really, really appreciate it. Okay, speak soon.